The biggest glimmer of hope for the A's potentially remaining in Oakland is in its infancy right now. We're going to get you caught up on everything you need to know on what has happened in the last couple of days, how that impacts the A's potentially being able to stay in Oakland. And then also, Brent Rooker's a friggin' all-star, so we're going to talk about that today on Locked on A's. You are Locked on A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. Thank you, Amelia, and how's it going, A's fans? Welcome to episode 591 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and on today's show, I'm happier than usual because uh, things are turning around. I don't know. Things are things are looking good right now. Um, so we're going to talk about how I see things shaking out, what's on the table uh, with Nevada, potentially a referendum vote how that plays out, how that impacts the A's potential relocation to Las Vegas. Got all of that and more today on Locked on A's. Uh, But before we get into anything, thank you so much for making Locked on A's your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. If you're on YouTube right now, make sure to subscribe. Uh, Just keep adding to that follower tally because uh, it's it's growing each and every day. And uh, we appreciate everybody. We, I, appreciate everybody for tuning in because uh, I I put in a lot of effort to this podcast. So thank you everybody for for doing that. Also, today's episode is brought to you by Ibotta. Ibotta gives you cash uh, cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to uh, pantry goods. So you can make sure that you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by downloading the free Ibotta app and using code MLB. And before we get into anything, make sure to uh, just follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news insight and analysis coming your way whenever A's news happens. That's Inside the A's. Uh, that's it. Uh, I got another article coming up for Sports Not, uh, I believe, in a couple of days now. Uh, it's going to be about the A's and just their first half. And I'm going to take a look at the legislative calendar in Nevada and uh, correlate that with wins on the field for the A's and see if, uh, see if the, just to see what conclusions I can make. So that's going to be fun. That's going to be part of the article. The other part's going to be like, Hey, they're not as bad as you think. Uh, so look, look out for that on, you know, at by Jason B on Twitter. If Twitter's still around in a couple of days, we don't know, but let's talk about the, the latest in Nevada uh, some of this has been reported by, well, it, actually most of it's been reported by the Nevada Independent, which is great, great, uh, you know, not newspaper, website. Um, go donate to them because they, they're funded by the people and Nevada Independent is doing great, great work and uh, keeping A's fans informed on what's going on in Nevada. So the Nevada State Education Association, that is the NSEA, uh, they launched a campaign last week. I believe it was on Wednesday or Thursday. It was, it's been a few days been a few days, but they launched a campaign to stop public funding for the A's ballpark project in Las Vegas, including, including potential litigation or even a referendum effort. Referendum, that's a, that's a scary word to John Fisher and 
the, the powers that be with the Oakland A's and potentially even Major League Baseball. Referendum, that is not something that they want to see, I don't think. Uh, a big reason for that is that uh, if you've paid attention to the polls and uh, all, all of the, the public you know, uh, sentiment towards this project, towards the Oakland A's relocating to Nevada, it doesn't seem like they want the Oakland A's. They want an expansion team and... I don't know if there's going to be enough support or if this, if it's what you see on social media and you're living in a bubble and all that stuff, but this, this could be a, a big time deal. If this gets onto the ballot in 2024, if this is on the ballot in 2024, that, that puts a monkey wrench in a whole bunch of people's plans, including John Fisher. And that is, that's good news. We'll get to that a little bit later, but uh, the pack that has been created, not a super pack, but just a pack. It's a public interest group or a political interest group, a PAC. It, it is called Schools Over Stadiums. Great. I, I love that title. Uh, they have a Twitter account now. I believe it's just called Schools Over Stadiums. Um, they're great. And this is uh, a quote from the Nevada Independent. It says, quote, uh, instead of hiring part-time stadium workers, let's ensure each student has a qualified and full-time educator in the classroom. End quote. That's a good goal. I like that goal. Uh, they, they have mentioned before, that, you know, in uh, some statements that they don't like the fact that he's a California billionaire looking for Nevada taxpayer money. And uh, I don't blame them. That's that's rude. He doesn't have connections here. He's just looking for a handout. Sucks. Uh, but Nevada has things that they want to take care of and seemingly don't have the money to do so. Joe Lombardo, the governor of Nevada, uh, vetoed a bunch of bills that the, the, the state didn't have money for. And then he really, uh, really put some political power to try and get the stadium bill passed. So uh, a little odd on that one, given that they didn't have any money for, you know, uh, school lunches or something like that. Um, I'm not going to pretend that I know everything about what's going on politically in Nevada, but you, you read enough headlines. You're like, hey, I got a, a little bit of a, a grasp on what's going on. Um, I, I'm not in the weeds in Nevada. So, you know, sorry. I guess uh, I, I, I'm a sports guy. I'm just trying to give you the news as best as I can uh, regurgitate it. So that's what we're doing. Uh, also, uh, I, I'm just not going to pretend that I know, you know, the teacher situation, uh, you know, backwards and forwards. I'm not there. I, I don't know. But you, what, what you see online is basically uh, there's too many teachers. Uh, that's the wind opening that door back there. So don't be alarmed. I don't think it's a ghost. <laughs> I hope it's not a ghost. Anyways, that uh, there are just not enough teachers. And so uh, the classrooms are overcrowded. That's not great. Uh, and also uh, just educators are leaving the state because there's you know not enough money. There's not enough funding. There's not enough. Uh, it, it's just too much. It's too much. And so uh, th there's a little bit of a crisis uh, in Nevada for teachers. And so that is what seems to be the cause of all of this. These schools over stadiums. Uh, that of it all. That's what is going on here is uh, there, there's a bit of a crisis. And so they want to make sure that uh, it doesn't get, keep getting worse. They want to stop, stop it where they can and uh, hopefully not, not give more money to this California billionaire. So how does this impact the A's relocation efforts? Well, as I've mentioned, the referendum is a big part of this. They said in their statement that uh, maybe even a referendum uh, effort that's that's a key detail because the referendum 
could could absolutely kill the deal with uh, Nevada that has already been passed. It could kill that deal and make it not happen. It could get rid of the public funding for the A's ballpark project. And that is, that's big news. If, if the referendum, basically the referendum is, they, they get a bunch of signatures. Uh, it's 10% of the, the population that voted uh, in the last election. And so that is, uh, I got it written down, 102,586. They need that many signatures to get this on the on the ballot in 2024. There might be some money involved uh, as well. I, I had read reports that it was going to be a million dollars uh, or so to get this, you know, to grease the wheels to get it on the ballot. Uh, but I, I haven't seen that reported of late. So that was from a couple of weeks ago. So that might be the case again. No, I don't know. I'm a baseball guy. Maybe there's money. Maybe there's not. We'll see. Uh, that, but they are definitely collecting money for uh, schools over stadiums. Uh, that might just be a fundraising effort so that they have the resources to go out and do these things. It could be uh, a fundraising effort to get this on the ballot. That's unclear to, to me. So if you know, that's great. Um, if you don't, eh, if I find out, I'll let you know. So they need 102, let's say 103,000 uh, uh, signatures uh, collected from uh, the four different uh congressional districts in Nevada, and you need to have those split evenly between the four districts. So 25,647 signatures will be needed from, from each of the four congressional districts. They need to be verified signatures. They need to be, you know, real people. Uh, you can't, you know, do what, uh, was it Monty Burns did in, in The Simpsons where it was a bunch of dead people that were voting. You can't do that, um, which I, I, th I think goes without saying. You shouldn't do that anyway. But especially in this, you can't do that. It would be verified signatures. So you probably got to beat this uh, by maybe get 27,000 or something. Get enough of a cushion there in each and every district. And uh, so that that is how you get this onto the ballot. Uh, but coming up, we're going to say, I'm going to let you know how getting this referendum onto the ballot could impact the A's long-term and relocation efforts and all of that good stuff and how the A's could end up staying in Oakland. But first, we have a brand new sponsor, and that sponsor is Ibotta. Uh, picking up burgers and hot dogs for a summer barbecue, you know you're already doing it, especially with July 4th right around the corner. It's tomorrow as I'm recording. You know you're already doing it, so why not cash in uh, with it? Why not get the Ibotta app? Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods, so you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get your cash back. It's that easy. The average Ibotta user uh, earns $120 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. Or you could use your cash back to buy that flight that you've been eyeing, that game that you're dying to go to, or the fancy diner that you've been, or fancy dinner, diner, dinner. It, go to the place with the dinner that you want. You can go get it because you're saving all of this money because why not? Uh, right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners five, $5 just for trying the Ibotta app uh, by using the code MLB when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use code MLB. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MLB. 
And so with that, welcome back to the Locked On Ace podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news, insight, and analysis coming your way whenever A's news happens. That's Inside the A's. Also, make sure to download the SiriusXM app for all of the A's hometown broadcast action the a's are going to be in detroit and you can hear the a's hometown broadcast when you download the sirius xm app and search for athletics so do that as well download all of the apps because why not uh but let's get back into how this impacts the A's. how getting this referendum impacts the a's if it gets on on the ballot how would that well uh i'm sure that you're familiar you might not be, so let's go over it. Um, when the bill was introduced on the Nevada legislature website, um, it has been resoundingly uh, against. That That is that the people of Nevada, that some of the lawmakers want to say that it's uh, people from California just typing in addresses and hitting submit. So maybe it's inflated, but it's inflated pretty poorly right now because the, the SB1, the special bill one that was passed, that's the bill that got voted on uh, in the special session. That one was r- roughly 80% against this project. Could that be all California voters? Sure. Uh, there have been reports and uh, rumors that the legislators themselves had uh, numbers and these could be made up because they, they passed this bill and they're trying to make it sound better. But uh, they had their own internal polling that was like roughly 50-50. So still a 50-50 proposition going to a referendum. We'll see. Um, And that could be where money also comes in because you're going to have to get the word out there on what you're doing and the case that Schools Over Stadiums is making uh, in order to hopefully uh, trump MLB and John Fisher's money. It's going to be putting out, I would assume, a lot of ads if this heads to the ballot in 2024. Uh, one thing on just the timeline here, um, it, it sounds as though the Tropicana, which is the, the site that the A's would be uh, building at, would not be demolished for at least two years. So I'm not sure that the timeline is necessarily messed up right now um, for them to start building the project. So obviously tying this up in litigation would be good. You want any speed bumps that you can, because then that just provides more time for Oakland and John Fisher to get back together and finish this deal that was reportedly a couple of days away from happening. That's good. But um, it wouldn't necessarily preclude them from groundbreaking in a couple of years when they were planning on it because they need to demolish the Tropicana first. And so I'm not sure that that necessarily like that aspect necessarily plays a big part in this. Um, They also need to hire. I don't know. Um. Uh, construction people, uh, blueprint artists, um, not Jay-Z, different ones. <laughs> Jay-Z is not known for uh, his ballpark construction. Um, no, they, 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 there's a lot of people that they need to hire and they, they need to know what this ballpark's going to look like. <laughs> so many steps that need to be done. And uh, it might take two years for that to happen. So they might be fighting this on the side and uh, trying to still get the money that has already been agreed uh, by the legislature to give to them. So they they might be still fighting to get that money. Uh, But I don't think that the the timeline necessarily hinders them at all. Getting it on the ballot and getting it voted down would certainly hinder them because uh, one quick note, um, Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, said that in order for the relocation fee to be waived, this is... A, a weird thing. I don't know why this is, but he said it. 
he said that it had to be a public-private partnership. So if you take away the public money, that would take away, one, the funding for, you know, a, a quarter of the project uh, and also the relocation fee, because that's what Rob Manfred said. I don't know if that's if he's going to hold to that, but that's what he said. So that would be that's something right there. Um, also, I don't know that uh, if, if, even if it does pass and it's close. It, it's it's a rough situation for John Fisher, and I'm not offering any sympathy whatsoever. This is of his own making. He could he could have gone in and looked like a hero. He's like, I'm bringing baseball. Look, I put this great product on the field. Don't you want this? And he instead tripped to the studs. And um, the A's aren't great. They're better than you think, but they're not great. Um, they're better than the record indicates, I would say. And I, I'm going to make that uh, argument in the Sports Not article coming up here in just a couple of days. But um if this referendum gains traction in Nevada and it's looking like it's going to be voted down, that is the best thing that could happen for Oakland and Oakland A's fans. Uh, my reasoning for this, this is speculation, but my reasoning for this is that if he is, if this is getting voted down or it looks like it's going to get voted down, then John Fisher is out of time already. And also we're a year and a half or a year and a couple of months away from right now. He has wasted a lot of time. Um, and I don't know that if the funding's not there and the public is saying that they do not want this team, that he's going to be able to sell to a Las Vegas investor and be like, yeah, you're, he's going to get the most money that he can because Las Vegas doesn't really want it. They might change their mind if it was a Las Vegas person doing the the A's operations and stuff like that, because John Fisher is not necessarily well-liked wherever he goes. Um, so that, that could play a role, but I don't know that he would get his the most bang for his buck by having an investor in Las Vegas. That could push him back to Oakland, or uh, you know, th that's the hope, is that, that the referendum would push him back to Oakland and have something there uh, so that the A's, or the Oakland, could keep the A's. He could also really pivot and be like, oh, hey, Salt Lake. Hey, Salt Lake's not going to get an expansion team. So, hey, I'm not saying that they're not. I'm saying that's what he's saying is you're not going to get an expansion team. Do you want this team? So a Salt Lake investor could go and go ahead and buy the A's and potentially relocate them to Salt Lake instead of uh, to Las Vegas or, um, you know, Portland. Or name another city that's not Nashville that seems to be getting a, an expansion team according to all the reports. And, uh, you know, he could try offering it to one of them. But again, they'd have to be in Oakland or somewhere for a long time. And I don't know how long the Players Association or Major League Baseball is going to allow the A's to play in a minor league ballpark or just not a major league ballpark, uh, regardless of where it is. They, they need to have a home. And if you're going to a different place like Salt Lake or Portland or wherever, that's going to be, you know, you got to, put together the project you got to get the funding you got to do all the all the steps that they've been doing in las vegas you got to do that in a place that probably doesn't move as quickly as vegas and you're looking at five six years at a minor league ballpark as opposed to two three currently which is already in my view pushing it uh so i think that major league baseball and the owners at that point if this referendum does happen and it's gaining traction um and it looks like it's going to be voted down and john fisher is going to fail again in another market I could see them actually being like, you know, we, we can't keep taking these bullets, man. We we need you to sell. We need, sell to somebody in Oakland. 
make the fans happy and then make, you know, $2 billion or whatever, whatever money he's going to make there. Uh, go, go make that and just go. Cause you're not doing us any favors right now. And I think that that would be the best case for everybody involved. So um, there's definitely different ways that this could play out with a referendum on the ballots and uh, if it's getting traction, but I think that that is probably the best case scenario for Oakland fans uh, is that this really starts getting some, some supports in Nevada because it could push him back to Oakland. So uh, that is where we are with all of that. Hopefully that was, uh, you know, not concise, but, you know, thorough and uh, informative for you guys. But coming up on the show, Brent Rooker is an all-star and dang it, he's a good one. So we're going to talk about Brent Rooker headed to Seattle next week, today, or not today, online, just next, just next. We're going to do that now. Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news insight and analysis coming your way whenever A's news happens. It's at Inside the A's. Uh, Brent Rucker, all-star. Pretty good. You know where you can hear him? The Sirius XM app or the SXM app on your, on your phones. Uh, just search for the SXM app and then type in athletics when you want to hear the A's hometown broadcast brought to you by Sirius XM. Uh, Brent Rucker, all-star. Um, shouldn't be a surprise. I, I, there there were definitely a couple of people that it could have also been, but that's not to say that uh, Brent Rucker does not deserve it. It's saying that the A's have a few guys that are pretty solid this year. And uh, knowing that they were only probably going to get one representative, Brent Rucker being the guy, who was the best hitter in baseball for a, the first month of the season. Yeah. Not a bad guy to be sending there. He's struggled a little bit in the last couple of months, but he had a home run on Sunday, a pinch hit home run on Sunday. Uh, and he said that even if I wasn't going to be an all-star, I needed that home run. So great to, great to see him swing in the stick again. Uh, he was the player of the week from April 24 to 30. That's, not something that happens a lot for A's players. The last player to win player of the week for the A's was Mark Canna back in 2019. Uh, that, that was before the pandemic. So boy, how things have changed. Mark Canna also not with the team anymore, but that shouldn't be surprising. Um, he was the best hitter in baseball. This is not Mark Canna. Brent Rucker, best hitter in baseball heading into May. He had like a 230 WRC plus. It's 130% above league average heading into May. Not bad. Once he was a qualified hitter, he had a 211 WRC plus. That's still 111% above league average. He was the best hitter in baseball for like a week into May at the very least. Very, very solid. He is still a top 30 bat in baseball, in all of baseball. He's a number 11 bat in the American League. Uh, but he has a 131 WRC plus right now, tied with teammate Ryan Noda, who is arguably the guy that I would have... Uh, picked out of the two. They're both lovely people and very well-deserving, but Ryan Nota, uh, I, I don't know why. I, I, I like him. I like Brent Rucker too, but I've talked to Ryan Nota more. That's that's the only reason that I picked it is I've talked to Ryan Nota more um, and it was his birthday on opening day. That might be it, but Brent Rucker uh, just seeing the videos on social media and uh, listening to the press conference. He, he's very touched by this and I'm so, so happy for him. Uh, he, he said... Uh, I, I don't know. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, he, he told reporters after the game uh, that he said that he didn't allow himself to believe that he could make an all-star team because he was, you know, last year, 27 years old in AAA. And no matter what stats he was putting up, 
Uh, he, he didn't, th there was a big jump between just being a major league regular and making the all-star team. So he never let himself believe, or he wasn't letting himself believe that he could be an all-star. And that's just amazing. Um, I'm very happy for Brent Rucker. Uh, I, I, I think it was the foul territory podcast. I see clips on social media all the time and they were asking if uh, somebody had seen like Brent Rucker cry yet. And it might've been Kratz, uh, Eric Kratz asking that question of, one of the ace players that they've had, and they said no. Uh, he got emotional during uh, that the clip that was on a social media, and uh, that that was pretty cool. Uh, it, you could tell that he's touched by this, and that this means a lot to him, and that all of the years of hard work, and you know, he's been on four different teams now, um, and just hasn't gotten that chance to really stick in the major leagues. He's gotten that chance with the Oakland A's this season, and he's made the most of it, and he's he's done the work, um, even while getting uh, advice from people on Twitter, seemingly all the time. <laughs> uh, but he, he's having a pretty pretty solid season. Uh, on the year right now, he's hitting 243 with a 339 on base, 14 home runs, 41 runs better than he was uh, voted in by the, the by the players. He was second at the DH position, only behind Shohei Otani. That's per Mark Katze. Uh, that's pretty cool that when your, your peers are saying, yeah, I mean, it's like Otani and then you, which is not a bad list to be on. Second behind Otani in anything, probably a good list to be on. Um, so that that's probably adding to uh, the level of, you know, just humility, I, I would imagine. He, he was very humble in his post-game press conference. And uh, when asked who he wanted to talk to the most, or, you know, at the All-Star game, like, who do you want to search out and, like, see if you can talk to for a second? He said Shohei Otani. Um, one, he's the best player in baseball, and it, he said and it, he's the best player in baseball. And anybody who doubts that is uh, just wrong. For, uh, why would you doubt that? He he could be the front page newspaper, uh, front page story in every newspaper in the country every day, and he wouldn't be talked about enough. Um, what he's doing is amazing, just both uh, offensively and uh, on the pitching side. He's he's amazing. Uh, he did also say that he wants to go up to Otani very humbly. He said very humbly and meekly and meekly and uh, he has a picture of himself brent rucker hitting a home run off of Shohei otani at angel stadium and he wants to see if he'll sign it because uh that's just something that would stick with him uh forever and that's something that he would cherish deeply and uh with the reverence that he showed for otani you, you could tell that he meant it more like as a fan and not like a ah, i got one up on you um i mean otani the pitcher who he hit the home run off of still beat him in the DH voting. So, so there's that there's, there's some humility there. Um, I just thought that that was really, really cool. And uh, you know, uh, I'm going to follow up and see if, see if he gets that picture signed because I I'm rooting for him like I do all the time, but I'm rooting for him to get that picture signed because, you know, 50 years down the line uh, when, when he's retired and he's, you know, talking to his grandkids and everybody's reading about, you know, the new Babe roof. Uh, in Shohei Otani, and they're like, "Let me show you something." And then he's got it signed by the guy that he hit the home run off of. How cool would that be? What a story! Um, so I'm rooting for that. I'm rooting for that future story to his future grandkids um, and all of that. Also, uh, Brent Rooker watches Bluey, and that's amazing. Um, I have asked a few people in the clubhouse if they watch Bluey, and Brent Rooker does. He doesn't have a favorite episode but he does watch Bluey and I, I, I like that. So 
Uh, if you have kids, you know what Bluey is and you know that it's amazing and how important it is that uh, your baseball players like Bluey as well. But anyways, that's all that I got for you guys today. Um, coming up later this week, I'm going to talk about uh, the A's lineup a little bit. Uh, they've been having Brent Rooker, sorry, not Brent Rooker, <laughs> Brent Rooker on the brain, Este Ruiz bat ninth. I'm going to see if their lineup is better with him batting ninth because I'm not sure that it is, but we'll talk about it. Uh, and then, you know, we, we got some other things to talk about too. Also, we might just set aside a day of the week, maybe a Thursday, a therapeutic Thursday to just talk about A's baseball. There'll be no politics, no uh, relocation drama. If you want to be an A's fan and you just want to enjoy the team for just a day a week, therapeutic Thursdays might be for you. We'll just talk about what's going on and who's hot, who's not, and what could, you know, we'll figure it out as we go. I don't have a plan for it. It's just, we're going to talk about baseball. The A's won two out of three against the White Sox. That's how... We are now almost 30 minutes into this podcast, and I mentioned how the A's did. That's where we are as A's fans right now. Kind of doesn't matter, but if you want it to matter just a little bit, Thursdays. Tune in on Thursdays, and we will have therapeutic Thursdays for you guys, hopefully from here until the end of the season. Um, unless uh, this team isn't very therapeutic. Uh, even if they're th not therapeutic, we're going to do it anyways. Who cares? We're going to talk about baseball. This is a baseball podcast, not a, hey, this is what's going on with teachers in Nevada podcast. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, but that's all that I got for you guys today. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, A's fans. And I'll talk with you guys. <laughs>